Welcome to the Strongstown United Methodist Church. Join us for worship each Sunday morning at 11. Here's this week's message. You may be seated. Our scripture readings today come from Exodus 17, 1 to 7, and then Matthew 21, 23 to 32. Ending with Exodus. The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses replied, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and our livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered Moses, walk on ahead of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the now and go. I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the place Massah and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled, and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's Baptism where did it come from was it from heaven or from men they discussed it among themselves and said if we say from heaven he will ask them why don't you believe him but if we say from men we are afraid of the people for they all hold that john was a prophet so they answered jesus we don't know then he said neither will i tell you by what authority i am doing these things what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will, he answered. But later he changed his mind. He said, First he said, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted the first they answered Jesus said to them I tell you the truth the tax collector and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you for John came to you to show you the way of righteousness and you did not believe him but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did and even after you saw this you did not re repent and believe him this is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you. 
it's interesting, and this is nice being able to follow myself in saying that last week we talked about the people grumbled to Moses because they didn't have food. And when Moses went to God, God gave them food. He gave them the quail and the manna. And now this is who knows how long after that time. They're in the desert. They're following God because he has this cloud that leads them. And they come to a place where there's no water. Now I can imagine we all need water, right? We need water as much as we need food. And I can imagine them grumbling because they needed water. And yes, we're all grumblers if we're willing to admit it. So they grumble to Moses, but Moses again says that they're testing God. Not Moses, but God. And then when he goes to God and says to God, these people, these people, I like the way he says it, these people are ready to stone me. So God tells him to take some of the elders of the Israelites and to take his staff. Now, most of us haven't probably thought about that staff, but if you think about Moses had that staff when he was a shepherd. And that same staff that when he went and talked to God, when God was in the burning bush, and God told him to take that staff. Now, that staff's been through a lot, right? He went to Pharaoh with it. The snake has become a, it's, or excuse me, the staff become a snake. He touched the now, and the now turned to blood. It seems like that staff is something like a miracle. And now God tells him to take that staff and go to the rock at Horeb. And God says, I will be standing there. I will be there. And he takes that staff with him and he takes the elders. Now, I don't know how big that rock is. It's interesting to think about. We can imagine that this must have been a pretty big rock, right? I'm going to say maybe it was as big as this building. A huge rock. And he goes to that rock and he tells the elders, now this is what I would have said. I said, watch this, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Moses takes the staff and hits the rock and water gushes from the rock and the people all have water to drink. Now it says they were talking about their their the persons themselves, their families, their livestock. Now I can imagine when the water started gushing from that big rock that everybody's like, wait, I want to be first. But no, they stood in line one at a time and got their water that they needed to take care of their families, to take care of their livestock. So they all received what they needed because God was still in control. Because God gave Moses that chance to make the water appear. A miracle if we think about it. And, and I always wonder what, as those Israelites, all the things that they saw, if we would have seen the, the sea part, if we would have seen water come from a rock, would it change how we feel? Would it change how we think about God? I don't think it did for them. It seemed like they expected it. They expected God to take care of them. But it says that God provided for them. He provided their food. He provided their water. He took care of them. 
but they still grumble and quarreled and complained. And they even ask, is God among us? And we probably ask that question some days. We ask God, where are you? There's so many things going wrong today. God, where are you? Do we have that right to ask God that? I think sometimes we all do. We test God, and God tests us. I don't necessarily think that we necessarily have the right to, to test God. I do believe that God has the right to test us because sometimes we need that. If we didn't, where would we be? But God can test us. But we do test God, even though we probably should. Probably, I'll say it that way, because I don't have an honest answer on that one. But God had the authority for Moses to strike that rock and produce the water to take care of that. And he did take care of the Israelites. If you think about it, for 40 years, he took care of them. And today he's taking care of every one of us, whether we want to admit it or not. Then when you turn to the story about Jesus, and he's teaching and preaching in the temple, and the chief priest, I'm assuming he's not like in this area, what we would think of the church. He's probably, they had, um, can't remember what the term is, but it was like a, a walkway along the edge of the temple that was under a roof. Do you remember that name, anybody? Right now it slipped my mind, I apologize. But I'm assuming that he was in like one of those areas, probably under this little roofed area, kind of like a porch type thing. And, and the people are coming and talking to him and they're hearing him preach about God. And the elders and the priests are getting upset because he's probably got more people listening to him than they have. And they go, by what authority do you have to do this? Now, this is interesting when you think about it. Because instead of answering their question, he asked them a question. How many times do we do that to someone? Someone will ask us a question and we give them a question in return. I'm waiting for my wife to say I probably do that to her more than she wants. But I think we have a tendency to do that to people. We will return a question with a question. And Jesus asked them about John the Baptist. Where did his authority come from? And of course they're confused. Because depending on which way they answer, they're afraid that they're going to be cut down with that answer. No matter which way they go, they know Jesus is going to have another answer that will make them feel bad, apparently. And sometimes we have that happen to us, right? We ask a question, we don't get the answer that we want, so we're going to feel bad about it. But they said that John, if it came from heaven, then they would ask why. If it came from the people, they'd be upset because they knew he was a prophet. So then Jesus gives them another parable. We love the parables of Jesus. He said the man asked his two sons to go to the vineyard. And the one son said he would go, but he didn't go. And the other son said he wouldn't go, but he did go. Sounds like our kids, right? Most of our children always do the opposite of what we ask. Sometimes it's better to ask them to do the opposite thing to get what you want. Just a little trick that I've kind of learned some days. But... God was trying to explain to them that 
no matter who we are, we have a tendency to do the opposite. And I believe that's what he's trying to tell us here. Because he told them, he told them right up front that, that when he was speaking, when John was speaking to the, to the prostitutes and the tax collectors, they would believe and accept the story of Jesus quicker than the priests and the teachers of the law because they were so into the book. Kind of reminds me of this fact of we need our credentials. That's a word I'd like to say for it. We need a piece of paper that says we're allowed to be here and speak. But I don't believe that that piece of paper is that important. Even though there's people above us that always do believe that piece of paper is important. I believe that we are all called to be disciples of Christ. Now think about that. We are all called to be disciples of Christ. Now, I know if you're like me, I had all those excuses that Moses had that no, I can't talk to other people because I, you know, I won't have the right words. I won't say the right thing. I'm scared to death to talk to people. I'm nervous to be in front of people. Yesterday, I had sweat rolling down my back. I was so nervous. I was getting heartburn. We had over 100 people in the church, and believe me, the more people, the more nervous I get. So it was a trying day for me. But I've come a long ways compared to when I started. I'm sure I, I, would, I would hate to see a video when I first started, when I think about it. I, I'm sure you people put up a lot with me because I was scared to death. So I thank you for being gracious with me. But God calls every one of us. Every one of us are called to be his disciples. And because of that, every one of us needs to be sharing the good news the old, old story, we need to be sharing that with someone around us. And yeah, most of us is going to say, not me, I'm too scared to do that. Believe me, I know the feeling. I said that many, many, many times. But God is calling every one of us. And it's our duty as Christians to spread the word of Jesus Christ. That someone around us may, may even know God may even know the book of the Bible better than some of us might know. I know many people that can probably quote scripture out of here and say things that I can't remember. But yet they may not know Christ as their Savior. And sometimes when God is telling us you need to say something, he will give us the words and it might make the difference in that person's life. He is giving each and every one of us the authority, the authority to speak his word if we're just willing to make that step. Some days that's a hard step. It's hard for us to step out, be that person. And some days we just got to jump into it and do it, right? Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that you haven't given up on us. We're thankful that you're still there asking us to do your work and your will. And we know we are all called to be your disciples. And yet we're afraid to do it. But you give us the authority. It's not about a piece of paper that says we can or we can't speak. It's about you. And knowing you gives us that chance, that right, that whatever we want to say to tell someone about you. 
we are your disciples and we want to serve you. So I pray, Lord, that each one of us will find that courage that we need to step out and be your disciples and to serve you no matter where we are, no matter who we are, and no matter who we're around. <coughs> give us that courage. We thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you.